Welcome. You're listening to the Faith and Geekery podcast recorded live on a Tuesday with Mark and Becca. We're your hosts. This is your community. Wherever and whenever you're listening, welcome on board. Welcome, geeks of all flavours and persuasions, interests and the things that are popular and unpopular, whether it's flower arranging to forestry, whether it's kind of board games to boring games, that maybe doesn't work, or from the ins and inner workings of the universe to the inner workings of the human mind and beyond. Welcome, uh, all welcome. Uh, and welcome, Becca. How are you today? I'm marvellous. Hello, lovely people. Um, today we are going to be joined by Luke, but before we kind of bring him on, uh, I thought it would be important to mention that following conversations of last week and podcasts and otherwise, uh, we realised that we might just kind of edge into those waters of podcasting. Uh, I don't know where that imagery was going there, uh, but uh, kind of, yeah, kind of shimmying, shimmying into the water of podcasting, because for some people, it's just not that kind of straightforward to watch a video or, or uh, sit in front of YouTube for an hour. So we thought we'd give it a go. Uh, and so um, on Cybersten uh, forward slash blah, de blah, de blah, um, I'm sure a banner will appear there. Um, that's going to be where the podcast, you can kind of access it, but it's through something called Acast. That's what I'm signed up with. Um, and we'll see how it rolls out. Um, I'm trying to kind of get it onto the usual places, but we have to register and all that malarkey too. Uh, so um, we begin with the very first question of what have we been up to this week? What geekiness have we been doing and beyond? Uh, Becca, have you been up to anything geeky? I... I tested my geeky inventory this week i have watched fifth element in oh, the past week good classic um multi-pass. games multi-pass chicken <laughs> chicken good and every time i have chicken i have to <laughs> I have to quote fifth element um what else have i done tinker on my ukulele for, tw- oh, for 20 minutes before faith and geekery so that i can say i did something other than second life and watch movies very good well, that's fine as well though if it's just movies and that is you know enough to be geeky about uh and uh, yeah i've i found leeds wood recycling um which is a, an industrial unit because basically i am needing to do this tardis um and whilst i remember we have had a bit of a conversation behind the scenes and we're going to nudge our doctor who special back a couple of weeks out we because we realized that if we were going to keep to the 60th birthday date it would be before any of the specials have screened and therefore we're going to do it in december you're looking at me becca as if i'm going to be making it up um no, this is curiosity and wonder <laughs> uh, so yes so it will be on the i think it's the Fifth, yes, the fifth of December. Uh, remember, remember, the fifth of December. We're all talking about Doctor Who, and we may or may Ooh. not have guests or otherwise. But yes, Doctor Who themed. I may or may not have a TARDIS stood behind me. Uh, but you know, Ooh. let's see how that goes. Um, <laughs> so, um, folks, yeah, please do kind of leave a comment or otherwise. What sort of geekiness that you've been up to? What sort of um, yeah hobbies interests and it doesn't have to be the you know the the standard ones it could be something that you know you just love to dabble in um i won't mention who but i had an email today from somebody who sort of said oh i'm not really a geek i'm more of a nerd and i was just like i want to unpick that so very much to kind of explore what does that mean so if you are into kind of you know making uh kind of weird ketchups or otherwise uh, sorry that feels as if i've made a judgment there already uh, there that's was, really i'm hearing um, the judgment calls of yes, your um, be. that shouldn't have been a judgment that shouldn't have been a judgment that would be i can't remember the exact term of it is it ho ketchup um i'm sorry what pardon me I'm just going to check on my phone now, which is going to be great for people watching, uh, because I'm really concerned that I've got the wrong... You musical interlude. Ho, ho, ketchup. Um, so, yes, yeah, even more debatable. Um, so let's move on. I had to... Um, <laughs> and that, re- 
reminds me, on the podcast, I've had to put it for <laughs> explicit, just in case if any of us swear. Um, so don't make, uh, yes, don't test that, please, Becca. Um, but that is um, that is something that I have realised I had to do just to kind of cover our backs. But I'm sure we're going to usually be quite clean and straightforward. That's completely unrelated we will, to we the... We will endeavour to be so. H-A-W, ketchup. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Um, so we are coming to our geeky news. Are we up for a bit of geeky news there? Oh, I love a bit of geeky news. Here we go. Hello, welcome to Geeky News. And I need to start off from last week's Geeky News where we talked about the Marvels. I think the critics have maybe been a little bit too harsh uh, on the Marvels and what we were expecting from it. But as audience attend the cinema, they seem to be a lot more upbeat. And uh, yeah, it seems to be a much more upbeat, fun, happy, and yeah, really exciting uh, movie. So we'll wait to see. And maybe I should book tickets in the end after all. Loki 2 has come to an end on Disney Plus. If you've not seen it yet, no spoilers from me. But oh my gosh, I think it's a fantastic uh, end to series two. And uh, yeah, that was fantastic absolutely amazing in other news netflix is all about sharing what is going on and now that the writer strike has finished uh yeah i think uh, sandman series two is coming soon stranger things season five but due to the strikes uh yes i think all these things are going to be in the pipeline and so stranger things season five might be available uh come 2024 but i'm sure it'll be the back end if not 2025 so a long a long wait for stranger things fans and uh, sandman 2. anyway that's all for geeky news thank you so Geeky news. Any of those things appeal at appeal at you? Jump out at you? That was the one I was going for. Well, we we have already talked just before we came on air. Um, how I need to. I, I feel it's part of this job now. I need to watch Loki. It will be yeah. a binge watch. I think. Can I watch it in a Saturday? Oh yeah, yeah. I think they're very actually, and this is the kind of new format of uh, like these kind of streaming services where they don't kind of have to fit to a broadcasting schedule. Schedule, mm. schedule. Sch oh man, schedule. Um, yeah. That's going to be exciting viewing. Um, Mark and Becky, schedule, 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 <laughs> schedule. <laughs> Is one American, one English? Not sure. Um, but yeah, do you <laughs> mean that they don't have to fit to it. So yes. is, is it 36 minutes? Is it 56 minutes? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. Easily I in, a, in a day uh, and uh, have some snacks, yeah. maybe. You know. Um, yeah, I'm really, I, I was really kind of amazed by it, really, and how much kind of we kind of often. I think Marvel have been so successful, we often kind of relegate it to kind of like, oh, yeah, big block blockbusters, da, 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 da. they're doing a formula. Yeah. I think Loki Series 2, but also Loki, I think, uh, has really just knocked it out of the park to say, yeah, you know what? We still have that creativity. We still can kind of take you on yeah. a merry journey without you second-guessing everything. And and I think that's why I wanted to report back on Marvels as well. It seemed that the critics are very keen to jump on the bandwagon and go, oh, yeah, you know, the Marvels, you know, what's it all about? Um, but actually, it's been really good to see the... Uh, the audience, I was about to say congregation, uh, the audience <laughs> see sort of like a, yeah, real honesty. <laughs> um it's another screenshot there uh so yeah an opportunity for folks to kind of to say actually you know what it's really good and you know it doesn't have to be kind of really heavy or you know so i think it's really exciting what the the actual audiences have said rather yeah, than yeah, just yeah. the kind of critics and otherwise so yeah. i guess i, I want to take back what i said last week about that yeah. and then yeah yeah it, it shows shows the success i don't know if you remember when Apple first launched along with, I think, Netflix and Prime, um, a new standard of streaming. So they had A-list celebrities endorsing what they were doing next across those yeah. platforms. And I was sceptical. I was sceptical that um, 
you could get the feel of a blockbuster movie yeah. on your television. And actually, because of the breakdown of the storyline, because there's more opportunity to, to deepen how you go with people's narratives, it feel it does feel like it it's been a, a successful I don't know if it's an experiment, but certainly that successful shift that you can take A-list celebrities, put them into not daytime television, but, but you know, the, the short little episodes, and it yeah. still feel like you're watching high-quality entertainment. Well, the, the whole kind of, um, the way that we kind of, uh, I was about to say, like, inhale entertainment has changed, hasn't it? Rather mm. than kind of a broadcasting station that says, oh, well, you're going to be interested in this kind of programme for one half an hour once a week, you know, and yes. kind of Netflix kind of put it into our into our hands quite literally with, was it a DVD originally? Was it Netflix um, DVDs that they sold originally mm. and then moved on to streaming? Um, mm. And then, yeah. you know, the, and therefore it's then suddenly going, well, actually, it's up to you when you want to watch it boom dropping it all in one go yeah. uh, and now it's kind of i mean i'm still intrigued to know how successful the streaming platform is because i know that disney plus got in trouble with the is it previous ceo of a no somebody in charge of the disney plus series he kind of was kind of well basically lying about how successful it was and profits and otherwise um, and he I got like in trouble it. netflix had to kind of revisit the whole passwordy now kind of two-factor identification stuff because people were just borrowing each other's passwords i mean if that's available yeah. to do then people will do it um yeah. and so yeah so i think we've kind of we're still on this journey and I think it's also not just um, TV either, because I saw just the other day about DAB radios and about how I think the BBC and kind of mainstream services want us to believe that DAB radio, as in digital radio, is kind of is very popular. But actually, it's still only about, I think, 37 percent of the market. Um, so... Mm. 60 something percent of people still with analog still with kind of fm radio mm. and so therefore actually you know it, it's not always the future is bright and digital mm. actually, core of people still kind of going nah you're right thanks and, yeah, and i've yeah, yeah. got to kind of recognize that these some of these tech bubbles as well unlike facebook meta you know with the kind of um the metaverse it, it's again it's just an illustration of actually we have these visionaries we have this technology which looks fantastic and it's all singing all dancing but ultimately actually if it doesn't hit if it doesn't land uh, and this is where insert conversation about betamax like the intro you know um if it doesn't land people go no it's not for us and so you might have the best product in the world but if it doesn't land with people's lives or otherwise yeah right time right place right audience which is which is why we're also going to release this on cassette tape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Um, anyway, but we are just going to do people uh, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, we're going to talking of old people. No. Um, we are going to bring on Luke, um, who is not an older person, I don't think. Um, I'm sure you're useful, slightly, Luke. Yes, That's entirely down to your perspective, I think. I have, oh, I have aged in the last fortnight. <laughs> Anything in particular with that? Or do you want to uh, unpin that? Uh, I, I can, if you like. I turned 30 uh, oh, on the 1st of November. Uh, it was a very exciting time. Um, you know, I feel uh, infinitely wiser already. It's wonderful. Um, but yeah, no, I, I had many questions from people asking, do you feel all right changing from being in your 20s to being in your 30s? Um, and I think if you asked me that question a year ago, I would have said, um, yeah, no, not at all. I feel that this is completely wrong. However, I've, I think I've come to terms with it. I think I quite enjoy, you know, be, being an elder statesman in a way now. It's quite nice. <laughs> Uh, as someone who is now 42, uh, good luck with the next uh, zero change. Um, <laughs> <I> think... <laughs> but that's yes, it, that one's me, just as joyous. <laughs> for me, the, the uh, turning over to 30 was fine. And I was like, you know what, it, it's just a number. It is literally just going from one to the next. Um, but actually, the going over to 40, I don't know if that was because I was like kind of lockdowns and covid and otherwise that felt a little bit hit a bit harder and um, i was just like oh i feel this one a little bit more um, <laughs> but i'm gonna smile about it 
Uh, but you know, I was like, oh, yeah, really, that just uh, no longer young and young and useful. Uh, and uh, I sort of mentioned that to uh, somebody at work, and they're like, well, you're not young anymore, are you? And I was just like, well, I do work for the Methodist Church, so I feel perpetually young. But yes, oh yeah, I'm getting standard... redefined as young in the Methodist Church. It's quite <laughs> nice. Every time I age out, they redefine it to include my age group again. It's lovely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, anyway, uh, Luke, uh, welcome to uh, the show again. Um, you've been a, a guest before, um, and yes, you've turned thirty. Because obviously, we mentioned this uh, at, in Geeks Gallery. Uh, was it last week or the week before when you showed your your watch? And mm. which we may delve back into it a little bit uh, later. Uh, before that, is, is there anything to mention about geeky news or anything else that I've not picked up on? I just you know. Oh, news-wise, no. Uh, in terms of my own personal geekery, um, I had the joy of having a day off yesterday um, where I got to do whatever I wanted because my daughter was at nursery and my wife was at work. And so I got to go into town. I visited the Warhammer shop. I spent far too much money in the Warhammer shop. Um, I you know, had, had a long chat with the person in there. I bought some paints. It was, it was truly joyous. Um, getting to just you know enjoy some of that um, strange freedom that I don't think we all appreciate until we are older <laughs> that exists when you are in your early twenties. Um, but yeah, I had a really lovely day. Did did some modelling, uh, not photography modelling. I was going to say. Uh, yeah. We should just come up here. It's about time they snapped you up, Martin Luke. <laughs> And um, but yeah, I've had a really lovely day. So so that's been and and yeah, got to watch some of the shows that I've been wanting to catch up on for ages. So yeah, your endorsement of watching Loki definitely well worth it. And yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it because I hadn't been enjoying some of the more recent Marvel shows. Mm -hmm. um, I think mm -hmm. I'd just fallen off the wagon a bit. Um, but this definitely was a massive return to form, and I really enjoyed it. Definitely, definitely. And I, and I think for me is I was second guessing and I dived into a bit of a rabbit hole of following kind of uh, various uh, websites and otherwise kind of going, oh, did you notice this kind of Easter egg? Did you notice this bit? Oh, this is where it's going to lead. And I was like, I'm all for it. You know, and then it's just like, oh, 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 but they're obviously, oh, anyway. I don't want to hype it up anymore because I think that's the problem, isn't it? We sometimes hype these things up and therefore, you know, it yeah. it's, it's one of the things um, that tweaked in my mind when you were talking about the, the surge that we've had in really high quality TV that I've really enjoyed has been that it's given time for some of these stories to breathe. I think yes. sometimes by trying to cram something into a film, um, Harry Potter is always the thing that comes to mind because when I was little and I was reading the books and then I got a bit older and the films came out, I would always moan about, well, why didn't they put this bit in? They haven't spent enough yeah. time doing this. They didn't do this. And this is one of my favourite jokes. Why didn't they do yeah. that? And Hagrid actually... never pulled sausages out of his pocket when he went didn't. to the island. No. Very upsetting. And so, yeah, I, I, giving something that time to really enjoy exploring characters i love and and yeah just giving giving it enough room to breathe i think is so underappreciated because it's sometimes it's all it's just all about you know how much money can you squeeze out of something and yeah giving it that time i love it i think you're right isn't it because it's like um i'm going to use red dwarf as, a, as an illustration because we had like Red Dwarf was kind of doing successful series and it was following the BBC model of kind of is it six episodes per series. And, you know, and then in those days, and I say that, you know, recognising that we are in a different kind of era now of, of TV and film, because we often talked about going, oh, it would be really cool if they did a, a film of it. Uh, and and so therefore they, they could kind of spend an hour and a half doing stuff. Uh, and then kind of when that hits, it was all right. Um <laughs> very good um and then kind of the we've kind of come full, full circle now to say actually it's much better to have an even longer series even longer and these are kind of and the amount of money that's going into these isn't kind of the standard amount but actually big blockbuster amounts of money and i think even with you know going an episode without mentioning doctor doctor who uh that you would kind of got russell t davies now in kind of cahoots with 
BBC and Disney Plus, which mm. has upped their budget level. So hopefully these are going to be much more blockbuster because they're kind of entering into this kind of, yeah, long, expansive, let it breathe um, kind of opportunity rather than just the they kind of well we we want something to fill our broadcast time and mm. um, you know appease the fans yes but actually it needs to be 50 minutes and if it's not then it you know then it gets cut mm. so i think yeah it would be very exciting to see yeah how these things develop mm, so definitely and speaking of which in terms of geeky news for anyone who is a fan of bluey which in our household is everybody um, there is going to be a 28-minute episode of Bluey coming yes. in 2024. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it is good. And I think even with a six and now nine-year-old, uh, yeah, we still kind of watch Bluey. We still kind of throw it up occasionally. I still kind of, you know, look around on Disney Plus to see if there's any more episodes dropped just in case. Mm, they sometimes sneak them out. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they're just like, oh, yeah, there's an extra one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I love the fact that there's one called the uh, fairy tale, and it's like, where is it set? The eighties. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's just hilarious. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's move on. I think we now have a quiz, which I now look towards Becca. Unless is she's... it quiz time? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, she I'm like so it. ready for quiz time. Do we have a quiz theme tune? Yes, three, two, one, go. those on the podcast are you ready now in honor of the lovely luke this is in (laughs) in honor of the lovely luke this is a theme based um a time-based quiz so question number one name five ways to measure time do i need to be writing things down or can i answer in person well, I, I mean, I, yeah, and also, am I the only one that, that does Becca sound like no. a robot to you, Mark, or is that just me? Uh, yeah, it's, you're breaking up a little bit, which is why I wasn't being rude. I didn't think you'd talk, you see. Um, <laughs> it was breaking up. Do I still sound like a robot? You both sound like a robot now. Oh. Oh, no. I don't think Mark doesn't sound like a robot to me. No. I think it was just Becca's uh, visuals that were breaking up slightly. Not her audio. How am I doing now? My audio is completely gone. And then you'll never know. Oh, no, Luke's audio is completely gone. That's really a shame. Should we take him off for a moment? Uh, Or are you trying audio? Can you hear us? Bear with me. Yeah, no, that's fine. fine. I'm going to keep on talking uh, to, to... ponder about this uh, measurement of time uh, you, uh, I'm really intrigued to know exactly what sort of way you're meaning by this um, five ways to measure time I will accept any broad answer if you can okay. just <laughs> okay <laughs> a ruler a ruler I would not count <laughs> um, right okay here we go Oh, Luke's completely gone. Um, He'll come back. <laughs> when he comes back. But this gives me a moment to, to write an <laughs> essay on uh, on this kind of uh, on thing. Uh, <laughs> Only five. Right. You don't get more points. One, two, three, four. Uh, ways of... <laughs> if you were a pirate, how would you measure time? Oh, I think this must be a joke about Yar. No, it's not. I wish it okay. was a joke. Now. <laughs> um, hello, Luke. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Yeah, can. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. Excellent. Oh, excellent. I'm not sure what went on there. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, we can You're hear okay. you better, though. That's really good. Um, Is that so better? Oh, excellent. Yeah. Was it, so we're still on question one. Different. Yeah, we were waiting for you. Um, we're still on question it, one. Name five ways to measure time. <laughs> I've done Am that. I writing these down? Sorry. 
Uh, yeah, take. Yeah. I've got a bit of scrap of paper. I'm writing. I will. Down. I will ask you before I give the answers, uh, which are fairly nebulous on that one. Um, what your answers were? So <laughs> mine are not nebulous. Excellent. <laughs> no, anything but. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Complete the chorus. Now I've had the time of my life and name the 1987 film in which it featured as the theme song. Mm, I can oh. see you singing in your head, Mark. And you say, um, oh, which one is it? Oh, it's not that one, it's the other one. And the film. Mm -hmm. I know it's, uh, and I know I can quote it, bits of it, not all of it, because, you know, don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's not that one. Oh. I don't think I've got the right film. I've got Kevin Bacon instead. Kevin that is Bacon also a good film, though. Not in that film. <laughs> No, I know. Right. Question number three. Which invention made it necessary for English towns and cities to introduce a nationwide standard time instead of local times? Which invention made it necessary for English towns and cities to introduce a nationwide standard time instead of local times. I think I know that one. Oh, that film is going to really annoy me. Uh, um, that is going to really annoy me. <laughs> no one puts baby in a corner. Yes, that is, is going to really annoy you. Sorry, I'm giving Luke tips there as well, aren't I? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly confident with my answer. It's really annoying me. Okay. Um, question number four. Name five different types of watch. Ooh, when you say types, what do you mean, Becca? Types, Luke. Types. types. Okay. <laughs> name name five different ones, but only five, Luke. <laughs> only five. Pick your favourite. Um, it's very sure. noticeable. Long pauses on the podcast. Work, work. Oh yeah, sorry, that's very true, isn't it? Yes, um, Looking <laughs> ponderously into the Mark uh, looks perplexed towards the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Mark may oh, or God. may not need to change his underwear. <laughs> I think that's a bit brutal. Um, right. Um, Question number five. Oh, I haven't done all five of those yet. Um, okay, right. Two more seconds. One. I'm not going to brag, but I'm on ten. <laughs> I I will deduct. You were told five. Luke. I've I've right. done five. <laughs> Very dodgy. Question number five. To the nearest minute. What time? Did our favourite Time Lord first appear on the BBC on the 23rd of November, 1963? Mm. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, it's really annoying because there's two <laughs> times in my head. Ooh. Because, can I tell you a little geeky fact? Yes, tell Please. us the geeky fact. 
the that first is time it was broadcast, I believe, didn't someone famous die? Was it even a king or somebody? No, whoever in 63 died and therefore they had to rerun it and they decided to rerun it a week later. Mm. Because it, it didn't get the kind of the attention. I can't remember who died. Was it even was it a politician or somebody died in a big way and therefore they kind of decided <laughs> they to... died in a big way. <laughs> yeah. I mean as in it was like a big national thing. <laughs> or even oh, what was it? Um was it was it an American president? Well, I'm thinking, is it Kennedy? But I didn't want to look, because my history knowledge is actually rubbish. It might be Kennedy. 1963. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that was, I think that could have been Kennedy being assassinated. Yeah. Oh, GMT, Greenwich Mean Time. Mm. Oh, yeah, sorry, which time zone? Oh, sorry, I've not been, I've been busy trying to do the question. No, that's okay, I've not been that's okay. I, I caught it in the end. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, it seems that I can't actually load up my comments anyway. Oh, that's going to be fun. And also fun for <laughs> podcast viewers. <laughs> Mark is trying to stare at the screen. <laughs> Mark oh. stares at the screen. He looks like he's in pain. I have lost controls over this sort of stuff, um, which is going to be fun um, later. But I've learned my lesson from last time. I'm going to keep going, um, but I have lost all controls at this end. Was this the last time you were on, in fact, Luke? I can't help but feel that... It was. Uh, myself yeah. and Tim had to vamp for about 10 minutes. And <laughs> it went all right. <laughs> yep, my computer is... I'm hoping it's nothing to do with me. Yes, that's well, okay. I I have my buttons are still working. Good. Then I'm going to um, leave us in Becca's safe hands. Um, right. <laughs> Becca laughs manically. Oh wait, I did that. Um, right. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I've changed my last answer. Okay. Uh, very quickly. So, question number one: You're going to give me five ways that you measure time. Yeah, Luke, okay. Do you, want to, do you want to kick us off and then Mark can just yeah. follow? Shall we all, do you want to alternate? Yeah, go on then. Okay, so my first answer was a sundial. Uh, my, my first answer is digital clock. Okay. Uh, my second answer was a sand timer. Okay. You said, by the way, Becca, by telling the time, wasn't it? So I've said, by the season's... Yep, I would accept. It is a form of time. time. Yeah. Uh, my next answer was an atomic clock. Okay. Uh, analog clock. Yeah. Uh, the tides. <laughs> but... so, yeah. Uh, well, I've got yeah, the moon cycle. Yeah. Mm. I suppose. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I put. I put the age and/or height of my children. <laughs> <laughs> Long time I would accept past. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd said it was fairly nebulous. Uh, I've got a pendulum, a pendulum-driven clock. Yeah, it's like a grandfather clock. Yeah, and and my last one, which I would claim is part of my age, um, is uh, how parched I feel in the night. (laughs) (laughs) For some people, that would be less PC, and it would be number of trips to the loo. That's true. <laughs> okay, I will. I, I, you may both have Mark. You can have have half a point for the last one. <sighs> I genuinely, do I find as like I'm in the night going? Oh, it must be two o'clock or something. Okay. Um, okay, if you if you if you would guess what time it was at that point, I will accept that. Um, <laughs> And I, I expect you. a Discord message <laughs> at two o'clock <laughs> to tell us all what time you think it is before checking. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest because I would obviously look at my clock 
on my watch to kind of on my phone to bring up Discord in order to comment on it. It's like, oh yeah, yes, look, it's one thirty-seven. Verifying your time guesstimate. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll wake up my um, wife and say, "Hey, what time?" Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm sure she would be delighted by that. Um, okay, what did you? What did you get for question number two? I've now I've had the time of my life. I've got it wrong. I wrote flash dance, and I know it's not that because that's the Kevin Bacon one, isn't it? Yes, the mm. movie was. And I and I owe it all to you. Was the end of the line? Oh, it, wasn't it? Was it dirty dancing? The last line dirty of the dance. chorus. Now I've uh, had I've the put, time of my life. I, no, I've, I've never, never felt, felt this, like this, this before. Way before. Yeah. Uh, yes, I swear it's the truth, and I owe it all to you. Go I on. just put. I just put. I've never felt this way before. Was my line? Sorry, I just went straight for the. No, film. it was complete the chorus. You don't get a point for that. What was the <laughs> movie, please? Yeah, I got it wrong. Dirty dancing. It was dirty dancing. You may have a point Woo! for dirty dancing. Um, have we been checking on the people's on the comments whether they've been there also? Some no. If they're Brandon was talking about his bathroom visit. Oh yeah. I I assume I assume that's a measure of time, um, but it could be a a delightful a delightful oversharing. <laughs> um. Question number two, which invention made it necessary for English towns and cities to introduce a nationwide standard time instead of local times? I've got a guess. Was it the telephone? No. Um, it was I thought bad. it was something that you'd referenced earlier. I thought it was the atomic clock in Greenwich. No, also not. It, it that that's That's what became the standardized time but it wasn't the invention that standardized the time nationwide it was the invention of rail travel so uh, people November, were moving fast enough that you noticed until then local time was determined in each town by a local sundial I um, see. I would. I would argue. As recently as eighteen forty, they I would still have local time. I would argue that East Yorkshire still is kind of not a standardised time because if you went on the trains there, you'd at least think it's nineteen seventies. Uh, so, um, in fact, that's a lie. They've, they've actually upgraded a lot of their trains recently. But as up to ten years ago, you would have gotten on the train and kind of gone, "Is this the eighties still?" I love so there you go. for the record. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Question number four. Give me five different types of watch. Only five, Luke. Not six. Okay. Definitely we not ten. Take turns. Yes, sure, please. you can go first, Mark. Um, Casio. Timex. Apple. Ooh, that's a smart one. Uh, Longine. Uh, good nod to the smart one, by the way. Um, Nintendo, Ooh, and I can go and get one off now. the shelf if you like. In yeah, a Nintendo moment, what? definitely. Oh, you're such yeah. a geek. <laughs> 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 uh, go with an easy one of Rolex. Nice, I completely forgot about that. Schwartz is that one? Yeah. Schwartz, do you mean uh, swap? No, swatch. Oh, yeah. Maybe I do think that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to Google it because I feel as if that might be. It might be. You have Swatch, Swatch Cop. That's hair stuff. It's very unrelated, but it is, it's a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, where were we up to? Oh, yeah, Swatch. I don't know. What number, what number have you got? I was on the fourth one there. Is it my turn? It must yes. be. Uh, let's go with Seiko. Um, Sanyo, is that one? Oh, I've not heard of it, but it Becca might... is Quizmaster. <laughs> well, I it. I mean, you, you've slightly gone off on a watch tangent because um, you've gone with brands, and I was looking for things like kinetic, analog, digital... Oh, I can do that too. Aviation, mechanical, oh, quartz, yeah. automatic, solar, field, dive. 
Torbjorn. There's so many. <laughs> Give yourself some ticks, Mark, if you can verify that the names you made up are actual brands of watch. I put a T in the Swartz. I was meaning Swartz, um, but not Swartz. Uh, I, I accept your And Sanyu, Sanyu is one, um, but like an old-fashioned okay. one from the 80s. Nice. Um, and at the end of these quiz questions, I'll go and get my uh, Nintendo watch. What a geek. Right, question number five. To the nearest minute, what time did our favourite Time Lord first appear on the BBC on the 23rd of November, 1963? Go on, Luke. Mine is a complete guess, but I've gone with eight minutes past seven in the evening. Oh, very okay. good. I went Thank with you. eight o'clock. I just went for... Interesting. The time was five, sixteen, and twenty seconds. Goodness me, that's a lot earlier than I would have thought. Isn't that early? I thought I, that. That's so early in the day. I put, I put six of PM originally and then scribbled it out. Um, and then oh, I changed okay. it to six. So close. But still, no, no cigar. Um, I'm just going to go get my watch. One second. Okay. <laughs> this little musical interlude should follow with Mark going off screen to go and get his mm. super geeky watch. And he can't hear at the moment. And he's back. Oh, hello. I'm back again. Um, technically, um, it is made by Xeon, actually. But that is my Super Mario Bros. Does Brothers. it play games? Yeah. Play it's a little platform game. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Marvellous. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess technically I didn't get one for that one because it's not Nintendo, it's Xeon. But it's got the Nintendo brand all over it. Hmm. I think that counts. Most watchmakers, or I say most, many watchmakers take a movement, essentially the bit that moves and tells time in a watch, put it in a case, and they design the case, but they buy in the movements. So um, I would argue that is a Nintendo watch. Ah, there you go. Uh, so, there you go. How um, do we all what, do? what are your scores, please? Oh, um, uh, two. <laughs> 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 uh, I think I got eleven. All right. Oh, right. Okay. I, I was taking yeah. up the the ones if I didn't get right. Uh, well, in that case, it's, it's out of fourteen. Out of a possible fourteen marks, I'm slowly slipping down on my on my kneeling stool. <laughs> oh, eleven then. I got eleven out of fourteen. That's, oh, a, good that's a respectable. Respectable. So what did you get, Luke? I also got eleven. Oh, it's fantastic. clearly the right score to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the best people get eleven. Uh, <laughs> leaving your comments or uh, get involved. Do we need to kind of share things on our Discord as well um, about kind of uh, for those people who want to kind of feedback their scores as well, just so that people feel part of the... Yes, I, they would have to honestly pause at that moment and then um, write down their things and then continue to play. If they're going to do it with honesty and integrity. <laughs> I just meant like just to feedback, you know, how many did they get out of five or 14? That was all I was meaning. Um, yes. But what if they're watching back, they have had to have paused at the end of the quiz before we went into our answers. Then add oh. up. otherwise... Oh, I just thought people would be nice and kind of neutral and be, you know, honest about that sort of thing. Maybe, maybe, um, Mark. And uh, interestingly, sorry about <laughs> That's that. That's the um, next generation attitude, isn't it? I, I was just checking, by the way. <laughs> I still have stream deck controls. I can still alter the uh, how we lay out on the screen, but I can't control anything <laughs> else, which this some would say is pointless. <laughs> I think basically, um, yeah, Google Chrome has crashed, basically. Um, so therefore, that'll be fun. But yes, thank you, Becca. Um, continue the conversations in Discord, download the app, get involved. Um, yeah, I think it's a good opportunity. And we also have um, oh opportunity to share Geeks Gallery and things um, on there. Wow. Which... That is Mark's face going, I don't know if I can play Geeks Gallery. Can, well, no, I can't, but can you? Is it down on below? 
Um, it's not a video, is it? It's a PowerPoint. It's a slide. Present. Present. I've um, got overlay, video clips, um, Down at the bottom. Down at the bottom, middle. Background music. No, no, no. In the middle of the screen, as in... As in... Oh, right. Like, On PowerPoint. No. Because I don't have your no. slides. Um, can you not bring up on present? Is it not loaded onto the computer already? I can't oh, do it. Hang on. Bear with slides. Oh, I have no slides. Oh. No. Because it's. I'm going to do something a bit more creative then. Ooh. Oh, hello. Right. Um, for folks on, on podcast, we are just trying to uh, sort out the. Uh, the old geeks gallery, which you won't be able to see at anyway. <laughs> I'm having a cup of tea at this moment. Um, I'm just going to get a HDMI lead. Brilliant. I think it's going well, Luke. What do you think? It's going excellently. Slick as always. The height of professionalism. Was that also exciting for people watching? Yes, yeah, so exciting. Sounds to me whistling and otherwise. Um, <laughs> I have some control here because I have my... Um, I'm going to go old school, though. Um, one moment. He's going he's gonna to get out an overhead projector and draw them. <laughs> <laughs> OHP slides. No. I haven't picked that up yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course um, gently scratching things onto a chalkboard yes always um right i'll tell you what um sorry folks that this is going to be a little bit more brutal but i'm just going to do this and Ooh. can you bring up a different screen so i'm slightly bigger maybe let's make mark bigger there, yeah, we, there go. we go um, in fact, can I just spin it around that way? No, I can't. Uh, so that was from last week. That was um, Tom sharing those sort of things. Uh, Lydia has been, bless her, sharing uh, a little kind of opportunity to go and pet cows and then to make... Yeah, make cows. Make Look cows. at that. I'm so impressed with that cow. And I think what I really like about this... Uh, can you hear me, by the way? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, is that it's kind of mixing and matching your geekiness, isn't it? It's not just about one yeah. form of geekiness. That is like that's proper, you know, really good work. That's Lydia. a clay cow. Yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. A little bit close up, and he's licking as well. Look um, at that. Oh. Sheer talent in there. Oh. In fact, Are you, I do that as well. Is that a nose picking moment there? <laughs> no, I think it's she's giving it some food. Um, oh, okay, okay. I've just shifted the angle. It does go. look like her thumb. Is inside the cow's nostril. Uh, so there's those photos. So I've uh, just put myself up on the screen as well. Um, and there is quite a another cow looking, but this is um, oh, what was it Icecraft or whatever? Um, not Icecraft. Sugar Sugarcraft. Sugar, thank you, Sugarcraft. Um, which for some reason reminds me of the Cadbury's uh, bunny. Um, don't know why. <laughs> it's that kind of like um personifying animals but it's very cool very cool it's so very crisp and very christmasy too yeah uh, and then a bit more 40k and 2080 those are tiny considering that they're standing on a cork mm. they're minute yep they look great as well so well done i mean yeah, that yeah. That is, yeah, I'm not and even that's the, sure that's my the eyes would let me do that. And that's the mashup between kind of Judge Dredd, isn't it? Um, which is yeah. The, so these the, are um, I'm trying to remember what they're called. Ah, uh, oh, I can't remember the name in 40k, but it's got they've got a special name. Essentially, they are justices uh, and uh, the police of the 40k universe uh, for humanity. Um, but they they just so happen by pure coincidence, and it's not at all uh, any sort of infringing on copyright, uh, to look a lot like Judge Dredd. 
Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed with uh, how he's been able to combine those two together. So, yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. Uh, and then um, just some more little pictures of board games and things, which I'm always there for. Mm. And one more. Whoops. And every time I see someone playing, I'm just there going, "Oh, I wonder how they, they do it. How how do you play these <laughs> games? And how does it? How do the games games work?" Anyway, there we go. Good chat. Um, Brandon Brandon's score was in. He got seven. So so maybe not the best people get eleven because all of our people are the best people. Absolutely. <laughs> seven, seven or eleven. They are, you know, know the shop they is. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, yeah, so thank you folks for um sharing your geekiness. And you can of course um be part of that kind of sharing on our Discord and uh, just yeah, upload a comment, upload a photo and things like that. Um, I think Discord is quite straightforward and follow the link in the Jubajoo um, because um, yeah, I know it can feel a bit strange kind of loading up a new app and things, but it's quite a good safe place, safe server to um, mm. just have chats, share bits, information. If you're interested in being a guest on the show as well, that'd be a good place to do as well. Speaking of guests, blimey, we have kind of um, we have blasted through, haven't we? It is ten <laughs> minutes to go uh, because we have been so chatty and uh, we've been so problem. Uh, yes lumbered with problems uh luke in, in eight minutes would you like to talk about something <laughs> absolutely uh yeah so whistle stop tour of watches uh it was about two years ago uh i decided for my birthday i would really love to get a watch and i didn't really know a whole lot about watches at all uh, i knew that there was something on your wrist that told time uh, other than that i didn't really understand how they worked i knew that some of them uh could be incredibly expensive and that some of them could be really cheap but it was it was just this thing. You put a battery in it and it just goes. It tells you time. So I went down an enormous rabbit hole online learning about watches and they have become one of my favorite things. So essentially I began looking around for a watch that I could get because I wanted something that would last, something that would last me a decent amount of time, something that I could look after. Um, and slowly I started picking up, right, okay, uh, there are differences between different types of watches. You've got your uh, kind of traditional watch. So I have here uh, a delightful Casio. It is, as you can see, a digital watch. It uh, runs on a battery. Uh, this is what is described as a quartz watch. Now, I didn't really know why the word quartz was on many watches and clocks that you see around. I remember in school thinking, that's weird. I know that's a rock. Why is that written on my on the clock on the wall? Um, I kind of just brushed it off as a child thinking, this is probably just, you know, a brand maybe, just sort of the way they describe watches. No, it is in fact incredibly interesting science. So the reality is, that inside each battery-operated watch, uh, almost every battery-operated watch, there are some different ones. However, inside almost every battery-operated watch or clock, there is a tiny, tiny piece of quartz. It is wrapped in copper, and then an electrical pulse is passed through that, and quartz happens to resonate at such a rate that you can almost exactly measure the length of time that we count as a second, which is why quartz watches pulse at a rate of a second. When you see a second hand going around, it ticks. Whereas, so interesting, quartz, very interesting. I thought that's what all types of clocks were. I had no idea that other types of clocks existed other than really old clocks. My grandpa as a grandfather clock that we used to wind as children. And my sister and I would argue over who got to wind the clock at the end of the day. And it was uh, you know, a pendulum that swung, measured time, not particularly well. You had to change the time probably about every week or fortnight to make sure it was staying on track. But that was a different type of clock. Now, 
That is the sort of clock that all clocks were until the 1980s. It was the 1970s and 80s that quartz uh, clocks were discovered. And before that, all clocks were what was known as mechanical. Now, you have your large traditional mechanical clocks that operate by a pendulum, or you have, now I can do the fun of getting my birthday present out, you have watches and clocks that run using a spring. So I don't know if you can see, but the second hand on my uh, watch here is not ticking in the sense of jumping from second to second. It's more kind of sweeping across. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. what's happening here is you have inside this a tiny, tiny spring. Now, this spring is incredibly tightly wound and then runs a uh, train of wheels that then through incredibly intricate <laughs> mechanics manage to measure time. Now, they don't measure time quite as well as an electrical watch, but to within a degree that, you know, of two to three kind of seconds per week, you kind of lose or gain. And so that is how people used to measure time. And it's, it's something that, like I said, I went down this rabbit hole and suddenly, rather than these things just being a function, they started to become quite beautiful to me. Yeah. So this intricate part of the universe that when you look at it from a faith uh, perspective, you know, something that God has woven together with physics and biology and chemistry, but all of that sits in, you know, the, the wibbly-wobbly, tiny-wimey mess of time. <laughs> and that is something that through human ingenuity, we can measure just about. And so that, and the fact that it can be done without any electricity, it is all done through mechanics. Uh, and I, you know, it was one of these things where I just started to get really into the idea of this and the beauty yeah, yeah. of this. Um, and, and it is something that has captured the imaginations of people uh, throughout history. Um, you know, and it's always been to try and serve a function of telling the time. But alongside that function, people have decided, well, we can make that function something incredibly beautiful and expressive. You have these gorgeous machines that instead of just being um, kind of like we talked about, kind of that, um, you know, the, the metaverse style where it's like, this is something we're trying to push to you. It's something where it's saying, we're going to make something incredibly beautiful and you, so you can come and see it. So inside of uh, these, these tiny, tiny little things that we take for granted and sit on our wrists, is incredible science and incredible beauty. And yeah, it's, it's something that has spoken to me in a way I didn't imagine. Uh, and so, like I said, I, I went down a rabbit hole, which uh, resulted in me having on my wish list quite an expensive watch. Um, now I began saving up, saving up all my pocket money like a good boy, being very careful uh, not to spend frivolously. Uh, and eventually, uh, in combination with uh, an incredibly generous uh, family for my 30th birthday, I have been able to buy myself a watch. Uh, now, my intention with this is this will be an item now I own for the rest of my life, uh, that it will be something that travels with me, that I will look after. Um, it speaks to me incredibly personally around the importance of the permanence of things, um, mm. sits with uh, you know the importance of uh, you know, caring for our environment, not just disposing of everything, but actually this is something that if I look after it, it will stay with me and journey with me. And also, if, God forbid, the world does uh, come crashing down around our ears, I do not need uh, a battery after a couple of years in order to tell the time. I will still be able to tell the time, regardless of the electrical situation around me, I will have that reliability, which I really appreciate. It gives me you know, that, that slight uh, reassurance that should the apocalypse come, I will still know what time it is. <laughs> the zombies are attacking and the apocalypse is here. I'm knowing exactly well, I can tell them you're, you're, you're far too early. It's, you know, your appointment hasn't arrived yet. 
Um, it is not so, my time. <laughs> a, a, brief, a brief question. Um, as mm. a, someone who loves kind of the, the I don't want to say old-fashioned or the uh, the ones that are clocks that go past the fads of watches, what do mm. you do the... Um, the new kind of Apple Watch, where uh, for podcast viewers, I'm doing a little pinchy motion because I've seen that <laughs> recently um, of where you kind of have your watch on your hand and with a pinch, you can kind of set timers and things like that with Apple Watch. Mm. Um, uh, it's one of the things I don't I don't mind them. I had a smartwatch myself for a few years. Uh, my frustration with them again comes down to impermanence uh, because I had a uh, it was a Samsung. Um, galaxy s3 watch um i spent a decent amount of my money on it uh however then within two to three years it was outdated um they'd stopped supporting pushing out updates for it and it was starting to become really unreliable it would um, start to glitch out and things like that which i'm i'm the sort of person you know when i get a phone i like to make that phone last as long as i can um so you know because i feel like these you know uh, machines that we get hold of, we can very easily become used to, oh, I get a new phone every year or every two years, mm. um, when actually there's some really valuable stuff inside that phone that we don't have a whole lot of on the planet. Uh, so it's quite important not to just throw them away if you can. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed having it and the, the usefulness that it um, gave of you know being able to track my steps really well, it uh, you know could... I could set it up so that it would uh, measure the length of time I went for a run. Uh, I could see messages, all incredibly useful. Uh, but also, like I say, it only lasted two years. Whereas a watch, even, even you know, I, I got myself a, a relatively cheap Casio. This will last a long time. Admittedly, it is broken because my daughter uh, threw it on the floor. However, I'm going to get it repaired um, <laughs> because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, part of my watch journey uh it was my first what i kind of call proper watch mm. um and so it, it means something to me and, the, and you know the fact that it was uh smashed by my daughter at one point that will be a story uh that again journeys with me um and this will last even though it's it's a bit cheaper it will last if i look after it um and don't hand it to a baby uh, to play with. Uh, it's also got teeth marks, uh, you know, Aww. just all, all of the lovely things that appear when you have a child. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, it's like I say, I don't begrudge anyone who uh, uses them or enjoys them, um, but just not for me, I think, is my perspective on that. Yeah, oh, fantastic. I've got to say also, uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, uh, before we knew we were going to talk about this, um, I saw on YouTube, is it Kenneth Williams? Can you remember Kenneth Williams from Carry On? Uh, who's famous for going, oh, Matron, uh, and things like that. What's on Kenny, Mark? He's on Tomorrow's World on Black and White, talking about kinetic watches. And mm. he's kind of going, Oh, and you'll see that you can use it with it. Yeah, I can't do it. With it. Yeah, <laughs> um, he, he talks about and, and he kind of gives this kind of really knowing looks of kind of like, look how fantastic these are. That it doesn't mm. even need a battery. It just kind of works on on kind of the movement of of kind of the wrist sort of thing, and it, it mm. kind of brings out a millimeter, a milliamp, and always a milliamp meter, milli. Mm -hmm. Anyway, a little measuring thing of um, milliamps, um, and uh, and he kind of goes, "Oh, look!" You know, shows it. And it's just, yeah, it is fascinating technology, isn't it? Mm. And, yeah, I think you're right. We do take these things for granted. That's um, really good, really good. Mm. Um, I'm aware that we're coming to a close. I'm sorry, Luke. We've <laughs> spent so long faffing. Uh, <laughs> That's all right. If anyone has any more questions, pop them in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, but yeah. Thank you, Luke, for sharing about that. And we'll have to bring you on to talk about the other things that you wanted to talk about as well um, <laughs> another time. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, no, no, it's wow. cool. Um, by the week. way, I've regained my access to my computer. Woohoo! Um, so I'm going to um, use that power to get rid of Luke in a moment. Uh, is there anything else left to say? <laughs> oh, you can do uh, Anything else no, there? I think that's all from me. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you again, Luke, for coming on and sharing uh, a little bit. And, Bye, all. Um, and now, over to Becca. Wait. <laughs>
hello. So for podcast hey. viewers, we are still kind of finding <laughs> hilarious by looking at each other across webcams uh, because, uh, yes, we're not in the same room, but we're pretending to do little high fives across the screen. Really good podcast viewing for uh, for, for nobody <laughs> other than ourselves. Ah, little things. Did you say something? Because I just missed it. <laughs> I think before we did the whole, I was going to look across to you to give our final little thoughts and things. Ah, uh, yes. I'm going to. I'm going to end. It's not. I don't think it's a blessing, but it's a a a, a little farewell of however you geek, wherever you geek, may you do so with joyous wonder, endless curiosity and a hope-filled application of your God-given imagination for what could be. Because that's why we geek. You have been listening to the Faith and Geekery podcast and if you want to find out more information or even be a guest on the show, please visit cybersten.co.uk for more information and all the social media likes and all that kind of stuff. And we are a small community, so those likes, those subscriptions, they all count and help towards uh, positive feelings in the world. Again, thank you for tuning in. Geek safe.